When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Five, four, three, two, one. Yeah, we ready right now. It's about time. What is up, everybody? It is your boy, DT. Welcome back. This is Command Time with Kayla and DT on the FFSN Network. And today, we are previewing the Seattle Seahawks game with my guy, King Pope. Now, I know you guys have heard this name before. Yes, he is a Baltimore fan, but he is also a diehard Seattle Seahawks fan. So we're going to come up here and, you know, we're going to ease and Check out his brain a little bit. Pick his brain about the Seattle Seahawks this year and the game coming on tomorrow. What up, Pope? Hey, what's up, man? What's up? How y'all doing tonight? I'm doing lovely. Tomorrow's going to be a good day, you know. Um, we're going to leave out of Seattle with the win. And I'm going to tell you how. Okay. I like the hit. Also, if you guys did not know, this is a reunion for us three. We... 
started on the Shakedown DMV podcast with Shakes Montana with the New York Giants affiliate. So this is kind of a little bit of a reunion between us three. Two, they're always going to be talking trash. So y'all hear a lot of stuff going on between these two. It, it's not serious. This this is how they take care of themselves. Let's go ahead and get started. It's all love, man. Kayla know I love Kayla. She know that. And so now let's get into this game for tomorrow. It is a 425 matchup in Seattle, Washington versus the Seahawks. And history, recent history, Commanders Washington has actually won in Seattle, which is actually pretty hard to do. Let's see if this young quarterback, Sam, and this defense is ready for Seattle. Last week, they kind of stumbled against the Ravens bad, and I want us to execute the same game plan as the Ravens, run the ball in multiple different ways, use Gibson how he was used last week um, into space, let him catch the ball and run out of the backfield that way, and let um, B-Rob just be the force up the middle, and then Sprinkler and Rodriguez, I think we can get the job done. So I believe last week, yeah, we got dusted off. You know what I mean? I'm not too happy about that game. I'm a little, I was a little irritated, but I believe that um, from from listening to uh, Pete Carroll this week and some of the players, uh, they they um, they're using that game as motivation to play better. Uh, they had good weeks of practice, and actually, we're actually this is probably the healthiest we've been all season. Uh, we're getting Kenny McIntosh back this week. So um, they're going to try to insert him into the game plan. I don't know if he's going to play too much in the backfield, but I know he will be on special teams. But um, it's good to get him back out there to see what he's going to look like in this offense. Um, so I'm hoping that, you know, I get to see something from him. I really want to see a lot more from Gino because I'm not too happy with Gino at all. I think Gino's just been a big disappointment this year. Because uh, last year he was very, he played very well, but this year it just seems like Gino has taken a seat back, a step back. So um, I'm really uh, hoping that Gino can get his stuff together because he's been really poor these last couple weeks. Is that all on Gino, or is that on a wide receiver as well? Because DK hasn't been that dominant this year either after getting well, that contract. I mean, well, if you look at it. Just look at Gino. Gino leads the league in red zone interceptions. And he's had a lot of them this year. And he's throwing interceptions at bad times. Like the pick that he threw last week to the Ravens, he threw it to Gino Stone. Like that was a horrible pass. You know, just he's just been off his game a lot. Um I can I can credit some of it to maybe the offensive line not being in, intact as much. But I mean, the offensive line has not been that super bad. I mean, Gino just—he just, just got to play better. You yeah, know but right I mean? now, I still think the strength of our team is that defense. Because that defense is loaded. They—that's what I, I want to stand it. He did good against the Belichick defense. Now I want to see how he does against the Seattle defense, who they use the linebackers a lot. They have a, a, an amazing secondary, like at all levels. Even though Adams could be playing at a better stint, but their secondary is young and growing, which is good to see in the defense. And then their front, Moss, you can get home. They they. <laughs> They bought back Chancellor. Like, they're they're ready. Well, I think a good thing is, too, Kayla, that uh, this would be Leonard Williams' second week. So maybe we, maybe we can get some production out of Leonard Williams this week. 
because I'm, I'm pretty sure you guys are familiar with Leonard Williams from the Giants. Yeah, um, we played him already. Right, so I don't know. I mean, maybe we production out of Leonard. I mean, I know it was his first game, so it probably was kind of tough for him to jump in the first game and, you know, try to be effective, but maybe this he can do, at least do something. Then another guy I'm going to keep my eye on for the Seahawks would be Kenneth Walker, the running back. He's an animal, too. As I'm talking about, we need to run the ball. Y'all, Seattle is a solid running team as well. We need to stop the run and then use our running backs in multiple different ways. You know, and I would like to see Zach Charbonnet more, too. I mean, I, I love Kenneth Walker, but I like what Zach Charbonnet brings to the table. I just think that we don't run him enough. You know what I mean? I just think uh, you're absolutely that right. That like what's going on with our rookie running back with Rodriguez. Whenever he gets in the game, he pops. And then a few weeks, you don't see him at all. You may see him on special teams. But he, he brings a different running style that I want to see him use this week as well. Yeah. I, I, see, I think, I think uh, Pete Carroll got to get Zach Charbonnet the ball more. Because every time that guy touches the ball, man, he's going forward. So I would love to see him get a lot more carries. But we're going to see. And what's going on with JSN this um, this year? I was, like, expecting him to be, like, a great receiver coming out first year. The hype was on him, but he's been kind of quiet. You think he's going to pick that up? Well, I mean, if you notice, the last couple of weeks, I mean, the last couple of weeks, his, his production has been picking up. I mean, I thought, if I'm not mistaken, last week he led the team in receiving, receiving receptions and receiving yards, if I'm not mistaken. I think he had six catches for 63 yards last week. And then the week before, he won the game for us with the touchdown against the Cleveland Browns. So every week, he's been getting more involved, you mm-hmm. know, more and more. So I think it's just – it's been a slow start. But now his production has started to pick up a lot more. That's good. He's starting to build that trust with Geno. But DK, I'm, I'm still, like, kind of scratching my head with him. Like, he well, plays DK, with a lot of emotion. He's been he's hurt like a lot. Too. He's been huh? hurt this year, too. He's been a little hurt, you know, because he was – he missed – he missed a day of practice this week too because he's dealing with a hip injury, so his uh his production has not been the same too with that because he's been hurt. I'm just expecting. I just hope Sam doesn't throw too many interceptions this game. Just, y'all got a solid defense. Seattle's defense is dominant. They they got a solid coach. Pete Carroll was, will always be one of my favorite coaches, even though in a Super Bowl you know he kind of made a mistake. But um, other than that, he's been a solid coach for a long time, and players respect him. Um, he's good on the field and off the field, so I always respect Pete Carroll and that defense. You know he always going to have him a defense on him. Players always like to come back. If they leave, they always like to come back and play with Seattle's defense. Yeah, I um, – Devin Witherspoon, he, he came on the scene in the Giants game, and he just – he went crazy after that. But he's been a little quiet the last couple of weeks. I would like to see him pick back up where he left off at. With the Giants game, I need—I mean, I need to see some more big explosion plays from like I've seen in the Giants game. But I mean, I—I I, I have liked what I've seen out of Devin since he's been here. He's been—he's been a great addition. I think that was a great pick by us, you know. What I mean, I, and I—I I like the pick a lot. He plays well. He's—he's—he's he's, he's a dog, you know what I mean. So I like the way he plays, and hopefully he can continue to be the dog that he is. How do you feel about this game, DT? This this game is interesting to me because, for one, Washington and Seattle are both in a crucial week where to different reasons. Um, Seattle, they're trying to win the West with the 49ers reeling just a little bit. But from what I've seen from the outside perspective, 
Seattle has kind of been up and down in terms of when they play certain opponents. Like they can put up 38 points against the Detroit Lions, but then they go on the road to the Baltimore Ravens and get blown out. So I think it depends on which Seattle team excuse me shows up. And for Washington, this game is important too for a possible seven seed playoff run. And I think the significance of this game is going to be way important than a lot of people realize. And I kind of hate that people are about to go watch America's Game of the Week in the Giants and Cowboys, and we know the Cowboys are about to put 40 on the Giants once again. You never know any given Sunday. I forget all of that. Let's stop. We hate the Giants up here. <laughs> I ain't going to hold the Giants ain't beating the Cowboys. <laughs> <laughs> like, but but all in all, what I'm like, this game is this game should be America's game of the week because of how significant this will be in terms of the NFC NFC run to the playoffs. Seattle needs this game. They they just came off a bad loss on the road to Baltimore. Washington needs this game to go on their street before they head to, to Thanksgiving Day against the Dallas Cowboys. So Depends on which team shows up, man. Like, Seattle definitely has all the tools. They have the weapons. Um, the defense, the talent is there. It just depends which defense shows up. Are we getting the defense that showed up, showed up against the New York Giants or we're going to get the defense that showed up against the Baltimore Ravens, like I stated. And for Washington, a second week without the defensive ends and everybody's been looking at the pressures and sacks and all that, can this defense get enough cohesion for this run and I believe the offense will do just enough against this Seattle defense. My biggest concern will be the turnovers. Um, it's, they can hold on to the ball and keep the ball out of Seattle's hand and not give them enough life because they have the weapons to, to score on anybody. So this is this game is going to put people anxiety up. And also another key factor in this game that's been likely a key for us this whole season sneakily would be our special team shooter. They've been playing solid. Everybody on our special team scene has pretty much been playing solid. So I think a big special team's play may determine the winner of this game. It's going to be close. I think it's like whoever wins is going to win by either three or seven. I need Gino not to make mistakes. If he don't throw picks, we should be fine. I mean, now, you got a question about Gino. Do you think right now, not so not not last year, not the past, but right now, just going into the year, do you think he's a top fifteen quarterback right now? Yeah, he's still a top fifteen quarterback. Do you think Sam Howell is a top fifteen quarterback right now? Yeah, I believe Sam Howell's a top fifteen quarterback too. Mm-hmm. I believe both of them. I just think. Gino got to eliminate the mistakes because right now he's playing. So he has dumb football moments. He's got to eliminate his mistakes because he's a very accurate quarterback. He gets a little happy feet, you know, in that pocket. And I think what worries me a little bit is that, you know, you guys got Jonathan Allen cut, you know, in the, in the middle right there. And, and we're not, we're still, we're still not as strong in our guard and center position. So if you guys can get penetration up the middle, I mean that's just gonna make Gino get happy feet. So just, hopefully Gino don't make the stupid mistakes. Just to let you know, Jonathan Allen this season hasn't been as dominant as he has been in his press. He's he's still going through the plantar fascinitis in his foot, so that's been bothering him. So you may they 
if they're good, they may be able to hold up, honestly. Well, how do you guys feel ever since you since you lost your pass rushes? How do you feel since they've been gone? Last week, we only held them, the Patriots, to 16 points. I know it's the Patriots, but we held them to 16 points. Um, we didn't get a sack, but I think they did pretty well. We, every week, even with the pass rushes on the field, we've always given up plays over the middle. Open The middle of the field is always open. So other than that, they 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 definitely need to add a little bit more pressures. But I think they did okay for their first time playing together for a whole game. Not great. They did okay. And I still think KJ Henry should have had that sack. I'm going to keep saying it. At the end of the season, I'm going to add one more sack to his totals. I don't care. Um, so that was the worst <laughs> pass that I've seen in a long the, time. The worst penalty I've ever seen this season. In a long time. Well, be prepared for a wet game tomorrow, guys, because it's supposed to rain. That's why we have to run the ball. Yeah, it's supposed to rain tomorrow in Seattle, so it's going to be a wet game. Um, they are, I mean, Pete and them was already talking about it because they was practicing in the rain. So they're kind of getting prepared for the wet weather themselves. Um, so this will I'll say for the defense, and context does matter. Um, the defense did play better, but they're still giving up a couple of big plays then and there. If we can eliminate the big plays, the, the 30, 40 yard plays, I think the defense will come around and be absolutely better. And even with Chase Young and Montez Sweat on the field and without them on the field, we still gave up 30 points. So that's still something we're trying to fix through the season for the second second or third consecutive year, trying to fix the defense when they have had issues early in the season. I, I just I just think for this team, um, this is where you see the test going up against a talented offense like the Seattle Seahawks, and then you'll see them play against Dallas on Thanksgiving. That's when I'll see the adjustments made for this defense. I also want to see the adjustments made against the Giants as well. So I'm not skipping right to Dallas. We need to beat the Giants. No, there are tonight. Like, Kayla, the main reason we're saying that is the Giants are not a top 10 or 15 offense. We still lost to them this year, so we still have to make see what adjustments they made from that first game from last year. You're sounding pessimistic. I'm not saying we probably want to win. We, I still think we still need to see the adjustments. We, we are made. going to win. We are going to win. Let's get that out of the way. We're going to win. No, I always say the Giants just are kryptonite, so I can know that. But uh, well, no, we got the red kryptonite now. Have faith. That's what you always say, right? Huh? What do you say? Have faith. And Sam Howell have made the proper adjustments. I know. And I'm they not got worried about them making the adjustments. I'm worried about Del Rio making the adjustments. I'm not worried about Del Rio because they Del Rio only gave up 14 points. I'm still worried about the defense a little bit. So Del Rio still needs to go after the season. Um, we'll see. For the scheme. Um. So more on this game coming up. How do you feel the final score prediction, um, Pope? What's the final score? Uh, I'm taking my Seahawks 24-17. Okay. 
What about you, DT? I got Commanders winning 34-31. Okay, I got Commanders. I think so. Yeah, I got Commanders winning 21-17. Also, I got another question. Do y'all think that the defense is going to be more powerful or offense is going to be more powerful in this game altogether? I mean, personally, I think with the weather and the rain and all that stuff, that's why I don't believe it's going to be as much a high scoring. So I think it's going to be more of a like a a defensive type of battle. You know what I'm saying? No fumbles. No fumbles. Players, receivers got to catch the ball this week. I'm sorry to say, I just think it's going to be – I ain't going to say a lot of turnovers, but it's definitely going to be some turnovers in this game just off the fact that you got bad weather and, you know, both quarterbacks make mistakes. You know what I mean? Like, let's just be honest. Both quarterbacks make mistakes. Sam Howell has his picks. You know, has his too. So, like, I'm I'm expecting turnovers in this game, to be honest with you. What's one star player to be on the lookout for that we're really not talking about on the Seahawks? For this game, Jake Bobo. Okay. That's the wide receiver, right? Yes, yes. He's like Bobo. undrafted wide receiver. I saw him in preseason a little bit. Yeah, Jake Bobo. Let's Jake see. Bobo was a nice, talented, and he's he's not as fast, but he knows how to get open, and, and he's been he's been playing pretty well. Okay. For me, for the Commanders, I'm going to go ahead and say. Somebody that you may not expect to have a solid game that nobody's really talking about. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and say he's been quiet all year. I'm going to go ahead and say Dotson. Didn't Dotson have a good game last week? It wasn't like a great game. Like he had an okay game. Like, he had 100 yards against the Eagles. <laughs> I'm going to say he was good. Still, I, I still want that multiple touchdown game by him. Um, so I think he's gonna have like two. As long as he's going back to his form, last two games, twelve catches, one hundred seventy and seven yards. I think Dotson's starting to click in. To me, the the player that I think that nobody is really gonna be talking about, and to me, is Tyler Larson. Tyler Larson has been important with the changes on the offensive line because now he's helping Sam understand the protections where he's supposed to slide. And that's why the sacks have been far limited the past couple of games. So Larson is a guy that I'm going to be looking at against Seattle's defense. And I want to see how Gibson gets used, too, against that defense again. If- Another person I want you to keep your eye on, Boy Moffin. Moffin, yep. He's, he, I, I just said he's, one of the, he's, a, he's going to get sacks, like, regardless. He's a, he's, a, he's a beast on y'all defensive line. He's yeah, a beast on that defensive line. Moffin. He's definitely been he's definitely been playing a lot better. Uh, this is definitely a breakout season for him. He had a sack fumble against the Ravens last week. Matter of fact, he had against Ronnie. Stick. So yeah, Boy Mafe has been playing. He's been playing great this year. But I also want to say our guards have been playing good as well. So we're going to see battle of the trenches because Chris Paul has also been an upgrade at um left guard. Is Leno? Yep, Leno's playing. He's been playing solid. He just has okay. those penalties that he'd be having in the middle of the game. False starts, holdings. Um, pretty much that's Leno's main issues these past few weeks. Gotcha. 
Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm hoping for, I just, I think my biggest concern is Gino. Um, I think my offensive line will play, will play much better than they, I don't think my offensive line played bad last week, but I think at moments they did have some bad reps. But I think at certain times last week, I think they played pretty decent. It's just Gino held the ball a little longer than he should have, knowing that the Ravens were coming, you know, that was Sam's issue early in the season. He was holding the ball way too long. Instead right. of getting rid of it, he was taking the sacks. But these past few weeks, the ball has been coming up out a little faster. He's been able to progress the first read, if not throw it away. Yeah. Yeah, so, so I'm hoping Gino does do that better. And I'd like to see JSN get the ball. You know what I mean? I mean, he's been getting the ball, but I want to see I want to see him get his first 100-yard game. Yeah, but uh-huh. my favorite my, – um, top receiver on y'all team will be Lockett. Like we gotta have somebody on Lockett. He's he's, he, he's an animal too. Yeah, he's a great route runner. But, and he was, I mean, he was looking early in that game, and then it kind of like it just—I don't know. Last week it was just like a bad week. Every team has a bad week. Yeah, it just seemed like nothing went right for us. And even still, like when the defense was playing well, and the defense got the turnover. You know what I mean? You would think, and they got defense got two turnovers last week, and I'm thinking like, okay, we're gonna do something with it, and it just, it didn't, it didn't, it didn't work that way at all. It just, it got bad and bad and bad. I'm thinking Gino at least gonna do something with the turnover, get us some points. Nah, it didn't work out that way. And I, and I also hope I say this every week, it never changes. I hope the officiating doesn't determine the outcome of this game. <laughs> too many playoff implications on the line for both teams. Yeah, officials bad this year, man. They've been really horrendous, and nothing's gonna be done about it at the end of the season. I bet you they get a raise. I, I mean, I say every year, and I keep preaching this: the officials need to get fined, just like the players do. They need to get fined, suspended, something. Yeah, like you gotta hold them accountable because all they're gonna do is keep doing the same thing. Yep. There's no accountability for these for these officials at all. They're gonna do what they're every gonna job do. in the world. You get held accountable for something, except right. officiating. Every job in the world, you get held accountable for making mistakes, blatant mistakes. You sound like I'm in the wrong business. Me too. <laughs> so we got to school. For- <laughs> I'm in the wrong business, man. Like, come on. I just hope it's a clean game. I hope no injuries come out of this game because the playoffs are around the corner. It's starting to get cold. It's gonna be raining. I was hoping for a good matchup, regardless, even if it's low score or high score, just a good matchup. I want to keep watching Sam elevate against this de- another defense. Yeah, I mean, I'm just hoping for victory because we're about to come into a part of our schedule where it's about to get rough for us. I think so, after we, but I feel like, like uh, even if later. y'all lose to us, I still think y'all gonna be in a fight with Sam Brad. I don't know because I, I mean, after we like, so say we were to lose to y'all. I think we play the Rams after that. And then after the Rams, we got the 49ers, the Cowboys, the 49ers again. Y'all can beat the Eagles. Rams and the Cowboys. Y'all can beat the Rams and the Cowboys. That Cowboy game going to be tough. And we still and we got to play the Eagles. Oh, so they can beat the Cowboys, but we can't beat the Giants. That's nasty. <laughs> That's nasty. You put a corporation that they can beat the Dallas Cowboys, but we can't beat the Giants led by Tommy DeVito? Yes. 
once you look, even though they're not as bad as people thought they were, but the Cowboys lost for, to the Cardinals for God's sake. The Cowboys they haven't beat nobody good this year. They're the Miami Dolphins. They haven't beat anybody good this year. You said what? They haven't beaten anybody good this year or played up to anybody good this year. The exactly. That's what I'm saying. So that's what I'm saying. The Seahawks, I believe they're solid. Um, they got young talent. I think they're just a small thing. I think Gino will get better. I don't it's think like disgusting. if it's not, Drew Locke looked good that week he came in when Gino got a little injured. Drew Locke still kept that offense flowing. Um if size. it comes down to it, but I still think the Seahawks would be good. Hey, I don't, want to, I don't want to see Drew Locke on that field at all, kid. I'm sorry. I don't. Mm-mm. You want to see that one drive he came in with Gino was hurt early in the year? He one drive. That's one drive, Kayla. I'm trying to tell you. There's a reason why he's I'm not starting. I'm saying if Gino falls off, he probably won't. I think he will probably get better. I don't think he will stay this bad the rest of the season. But I'm saying if he does, they do still have a comfortable backup. Drew Locke? It's a reason. I'll take him over DeVito any day. I ain't gonna, I don't want neither. I'll take him over with any day. <laughs> I'll take Carson Wentz over Drew Locke. I'm telling you, Drew Locke is not the answer. It's not it. That I know I didn't hear Carson Wentz's name. Huh? I know I ain't hear Carson Wentz. I said I'll take Carson Wentz over Drew Locke. I can't bro. do Drew Locke, bro. He is bad. I'll take Brett Rippin over Drew Locke. I never, I never mean to touch Carson. Drew Locke ain't good, bro. He not good. He not. He not even a good. Nah, he not good. Sorry, kids. I can't take Drew Locke. I need I need Gino to do his job. That's I think I he will. You just gotta limit those turnovers. But every quarterback turns the ball over. Look at Josh Allen. He he turns over the ball all the time, and they he still le- win. He's he's leading the league in picks, ain't he? No, nah, not this year, not yet. I think right no, now. No, I think it, I think it's a, like a three way tie. Yes, yeah, like Sam got nine picks too. Mm-hmm. Oh, Josh, Josh got. Josh got nine picks. In the game, Sam had the most picks, and he only had one game where he had like a lot of picks. That was against Buffalo one early in the season when they had Matt Milano or Tredavious White. He had four interceptions that game. Other than that, like he hasn't had like that many interceptions in a game. Yeah, I, it's just the pick that Geno throw is just at the worst moments, Kayla. Like it be we driving. Like we in the red zone, we about to score, and it's Tito's a pick. Like, no, why did you throw that? Like, it's just it's so bad. He's thrown several of them this year. How do you feel about your tight end room? I mean, no, I like Noah Fed. I mean, I think our tight ends are good. I mean, I like, and to be honest with you, I like the three tight end sets that we run. You know what I mean? Because we can run the football out of three tight end sets, or we could pass the ball out of three tight end sets because all three of our tight ends. Are good at catching the football. It's just the fact was good with Emmer until he got hurt. Yeah, it's just the fact that we don't run those sets enough. You know what I mean? So I think that if we ran the sets more, you would able, you know, we'd be able to see more. But like our tight ends, I I like the tight end room. I I, I like what we have. I think they're good. 
I mean, it's just that it's hard to get so many people involved because they got we got so many other guys all to. You know what I mean? You got DK, you got Jason, you got Kenneth Walker, you know what I mean? It's just it's a lot of it's a lot of guys to get the ball to. So so everybody's not gonna get fed all the time. That's the same with with commander's tight end room. We pretty I got a question. Is is Fant under contract for y'all or y'all just traded for him? We traded for Fant from the Broncos. Right. He was a part of of that Russell Wilson trade. But did y'all ever like did like an extension or you took his contract or something? No, no, we just took his contract. Okay. I was just curious. He I think that's someone that's kind of like he ain't lived up to the billing, but I think with the right OC he'll be utilized. Yeah, I just it's it's I think it's just that they got three tight ends that they like, so it's kind of like neither one of them stand out. So it's not like they like like when you look at um man, what's another team that got like two or three tight ends? I can't think of. But I'm just saying, like you know how it is. If you got a tight end that stands out, he's just great. You're gonna give him the ball. I just believe that with us, we don't have one that just stands out. That's just the complete guy. It's just three guys that can get the job done. And you know, with know? us and with the commanders, our tight end room this year, I think we probably about to see. I don't know what has happened with Cole Turner. He hasn't been used at all this offense in this whole season. He's like being brushed under the rug. I was expecting him to be a red zone threat. Um, get Logan a little bit of rest, but Logan's been Logan. Like he hasn't been spectacular. He's been getting it done. He still drops the ball, but that's not no great. Logan is still a good tight end, but we need better. Like Bates, he blocks, he's caught a few balls, but we still need that flashy tight end to elevate this offense. Because Cole so, Turner so, has been MIA. I wonder. Never mind. Never mind. You, I'm uh, not say that. How do you feel about your number one draft pick, Emmanuel Forbes? Mm-hmm. I feel like it's a roller coaster ride. Look at the multiple draft picks this year. Number one draft picks. Look, look name a few that has lived up to expectations. Bijan Robinson. The Steelers didn't even put their tackle in the game until last week. So Taylor, I feel like rookie year, you can't put too answer much into the a question. rookie season. Answer the question. Just answer the question. I'm answering it. He, he didn't say anything about nobody else's draft picks. Answer how do you feel about Emmanuel Forbes? That is called moving the goalposts on Twitter. <laughs> okay, so like I said, I feel like he's having a roller coaster. Oh, season so far. Just like you said, Witherspoon had a good game. And after that, he's faded out a little bit. I can say the same thing, but what, what we've done, we've benched him, which actually I think actually may have taught him a lesson. It's the fundamentals. It's not his weight that's making him terrible. He's one against some of the best wide receivers and look terrible. Of course, you don't have a safety help that's on scheming as well, not just on him Um, against A.J. Brown. They didn't put a safety with him both games when A.J. Brown scored against him. And then he looked bad against Stephon Dix, which I expect. He has also had a pick this season. He has also had a game where he actually looked pretty good. So I'm just going to uh, continue this roller coaster ride. I'm not going to judge him too early. So I still think that young man will be a solid corner in the NFL. Okay. DT, how do you feel about him? I still like Forbes. I mean, I think, to Kayla's point, you know, he's a rookie. But I also feel like the scheme's not helping him as well. And there are certain times, like, I understand benching him to help him learn a lesson, 
But when you're putting your backups in and they're still getting burned, I expect the defense to be fixed because you got veteran presence. It doesn't matter, man. Like, the defense is just bad overall. And Emmanuel Forbes did have games where he looked good. He had games he looked bad. But the whole weight thing is a huge misconception with him because a lot of the time he was getting beat were devil moves. He's a ball hawk. He's he's like when we had Trayvon Diggs over there in Dallas his couple of years. He's a ball mandate, but you're, you're getting greedy at the wrong time. So I think Forbes definitely bounced back last week, and I expect him to be better the rest of the season. Okay, sounds good. Sounds good. I mean, I like I like Forbes coming out of Texas A and M. I thought he was a good player. I thought he was a, I thought he was going to be good. Did uh, Forbes I mean, come from Mississippi? Oh, is it Mississippi? Yep. Mississippi State? A&M is nasty. I thought it was A&M. My bad. So it's Mississippi State then. I, I get it. They both got the same, like, colors and stuff. Yeah, that's why I'm thinking, like, I'm thinking A&M. But, but I, I did like them coming out. Um, I mean, you can't. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. You can't put a rookie on the island with A.J. Brown. I don't know who idea that was, but... You just can't do that, bro. It's AJ Brown. Like, and then that's all digs too. Come on. We... Do it both times. Egregious. But yeah. like um like I was saying, Pope, um, how do you feel about Chase Young um being in your division now? Uh you know what? I'm gonna be honest with you. I think Chase Young might play better now knowing that he's with his old college teammate and maybe his, maybe they can get something else out of him because I feel like I feel like Chase kind of like he just had his moments when he was with y'all and he, like so, he would show up sometimes and sometimes he would just do his own thing and it's like no dog like you got to play within the system you know what I mean so like I feel like maybe Nick you know Bosa can get him in the right direction to play better but this season so, Chase has been playing better than Bosa. So maybe they can both elevate each other because both hasn't had the best season um, this far either. Yeah, that's true too. I, I mean, I don't know. I, it's it's going to be interesting to see both of them out there on the field together. It's going to be the best for Chase. I want him to elevate, get his money. Um, I don't think he'll be there after this year. Hopefully, they can. I don't pay him. think they, Sanford is definitely not going to pay him. They just paid Bosa, so they definitely not paying. And Chase they gotta pay IU. They still gotta do something with Debo. Yeah, I don't see them paying paying Chase, but um. No, Debo got his extension last year. My bad. I think if Chase Young want to get paid, he gotta show out, and this is the perfect opportunity. You're on a good team. You're on a good defense. You gotta go out there. And you gotta ball out, Chase. Like you gotta, you gotta bring it, man. You gotta be a, you gotta be a factor. You know I, I mean? always want to see um people from the DMV win, so I hope he does do good out there and get his money. But I do wish he would have, you know, at least get sent a goodbye letter on Instagram. But um, to each his own. I mean, what's the name? Montez Sweat already got his money. Yeah. Yeah, Chase gonna have yeah. to place it. Is he gonna have to bring it? 
If he don't bring it, he ain't gonna get paid. Not the way he wants to. So he better yeah. bring it. You know what I'm saying? Like this is to me, this he's going to the best situation for him to get paid. Like if I'm Chase, my mindset is put my head down and go get paid. Yeah, I wish he would have went to the Ravens though. I thought you know what? I, yeah. I thought the Ravens, if I'm not mistaken, I heard that the Ravens were in on Chase yeah, Young. They, they, yeah, they just want to give us a fourth round pick, not a third round pick. Okay. They were they should have gave up the third. <laughs> That's just crazy. Like the same thing happened with sweat. The same thing happened with sweat. We went to the Ravens. I've been sick, bro. Bro, hold up. You mean to tell me the Ravens didn't want to give up a third? Like, what you gonna do with that third? Just get up. That's crazy. The same thing happened with sweat. Atlanta was gonna give us a um third, and then um Chicago came into the last second and gave us a second. Well, it was, it was gonna be a third that turned to a second. Yeah, but we know with Chicago. Their pick is already gonna be high, so right. that's why we took that. Yeah, I mean, if you think about it too, I just, that yeah, the Ravens that thing sounds crazy. They should have just they should have dropped that third. I mean, but I'm gonna be honest with you, the way the Ravens, that's maybe a good thing for Chase to get out the DMV. Sometimes yeah, your environment may mess you up. Yeah, because I think the way the Ravens pass rush right now. Do they? I'm just looking like I don't know if they really need Young. I mean, they lead the league in sacks, so I don't think they really desperately need him. I mean, it wouldn't hurt, but I mean, they doing well over there without you know. You can never have too many pass rushes, but yeah, that's what we thought. <laughs> Look what happened, but that was coaching. But that's true. I mean, coaching and the players. I mean, if I was him, I would have gave up. Th- I would have gave up the third. I don't know why they gave up the third. I mean, I, when I finally read it, I was like, "Dang, that guy was in the running, and y'all didn't get him." Yeah, I read that on Twitter too. I was, I was like, "Wow." All right. Any last thoughts for this game tomorrow? For the Seahawks and Commanders. Man, Gino, don't play like crap, please. That's my last result. Don't play like crap, Gino. Please. Just tell him not to look in the, in the middle of the field because he'll definitely pass somebody open. Um, any last words, PT? The middle of the field is for the tight ends. That's where we've been getting eaten up all year in the middle of the field. Um, any last words, DT? My final words will be let's stay healthy between this game tomorrow. Let this game be highly competitive and show this game should have been America's game of the week. I think, you know what, DT, right? I think this game is going to be very highly competitive. It's going to be a dogfight. Like you said, this, this game holds a lot of weight for both teams. I'm expecting um, to win tomorrow. Hoping for a clean football game, both sides. Everybody stay healthy. Um, I want us to start fast. Um, I want the defense to get a few sacks or at least some pressures. Um, and I want our secondary to be consistent throughout throughout the whole game. And well, we will win. But you can follow me on Twitter at kpow0922. Where can people follow you at? Open about your show as well. Well, shout out to my show, the Only One Ravens podcast. You guys come over there and check me out. We're talking Ravens over there. Definitely can come out and check me out over there. And then also you can check me on 
Twitter, or I guess if you want to call it X, whatever. I'm on there too. Um, I'm trying to create a new page for that on there too because I'm going to create an only one Ravens podcast page on Twitter. So look out for that because that'll be coming very soon. Yeah, and that's where I'm at. You guys can follow me at D. Clement Jr. Also follow my podcast page at Darius Riggs, the Ins and Out D podcast. And also follow us on the PSF app, Only the Huddle podcast. It's now on the PSF app. We do live pregame, game, and live reactions to the game and have a show every weekday. So y'all stay tuned in that and follow the PSF app on your local stores. Okay, and also I want to say happy. I hope all the veterans had an amazing Veterans Day, and upcoming veterans. I hope years in the in the upcoming years y'all have an amazing Veterans Day as well. Everybody stay safe, and always remember it's never the Eagles' time, never the Giants' time, never the Cowboys' time, but it's always command time. Got me feeling so free, free. time.